Hey everyone, it's Pastor Rebecca and I'm coming at you with another podcast today. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Christmas holiday so far and getting everything together. I also know that Christmas can be a hard time for some people and for those people who are struggling during Christmas, I am praying for you and I speak blessing over you and that your joy, your peace, your comfort would be in Christ and in who he is. So um, just remember that it's all about him. That's who we're celebrating. So I love you guys. Thank you guys for following. Thank you guys for sharing and keeping up. So I want to talk today about the importance of seeking the truth. I was going to call this episode the cult mentality, but I didn't because that's not all I'm going to be talking about today. Um, but I will tell you this, you know, I, um, I just ask God to open my eyes more and more each and every day. Wisdom and discernment. I pray for that. You know, it's so important. I pray for wisdom and discernment. And um, it is, it's incredibly important uh, to be wise and discerning, to be alert and be vigilant today. And um, I'm telling you what, you know, there's so many things to watch out for. I want to read you guys some verses from the Bible. I've got them here on my phone. I took a picture of them a second ago. Um, and the first one I want to read to you is actually going to be uh, from Matthew 24. It's Matthew 24 verse 23 through 25 and it says then if anyone says to you look here's the Christ or there do not believe it for false Christs and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders to deceive if possible even the elect see I have told you beforehand okay and then 2nd Timothy 4 3 uh, says for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but will according to their own desires, uh, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Those are just a couple of uh, examples of, you know, uh, things that are coming in the world today, things that are in the world today. Uh, and here's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Be sure to seek the truth for yourself. In regards to God's word, the Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And I'm starting to become more aware of how important it is to seek the truth for yourself. Um, you know, I recently was gifted, I was gifted a new Bible this year and I started studying that. And uh, and it made me question some things that I've always believed in um, and kind of going back and forth in my head. And then I went you know, online on the internet, which you got to be careful about that anyway. And then a bunch of people were debunking it, saying that it was false. But then you had some people that were, when I read deeper, it was more of a theological disagreement. It was more a denominational disagreement. And I got so frustrated, man. I I called my fiance and I was like, I'm done. Like, I, I just told him, I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to learn Hebrew. Um, I actually started learning Hebrew recently. And I'm going to get a Hebrew and Greek Bible, and that's what I'm going to go, that's what I'm going to use as my source. Because I'm so sick of living in a world where it's everybody's opinion, everybody's commentary, everybody's study. And not that all studies and commentaries are bad. Some of them are rooted in historical accuracy. But you have so many people claiming that this is the truth, and this is the truth, and this is the truth. And I'm like, you know what, how many people actually go back to the original Greek and Hebrew and say, well, you know, this is the original language that it was written in, so maybe we need to go back to the original. A lot of people don't because nobody wants to learn Hebrew and nobody wants to learn Greek. There's a lot of pastors that are now, I think, going back and doing that and, and, and will, will, you know, start to use 
Greek and Hebrew words and, and things like that. You know, they'll do word studies, that type of a thing. Um, but I'm going to tell you what, it, it's getting so much more evident how much false teaching is sprouting up, you know. And it's almost like there is a, a cult mentality in some places, in some churches. You know, I've heard in, in certain churches, you know, um, and it's, a, it's around the world. It's not just in the U.S. It's everywhere where they give this presentation of, well, unless you come to our church, you're not going to be blessed and hear the truth and hear things. And that's not right, you know, to say that your church is the truth and the only way. Um, and if you don't come here, I remember... Um, when I was in college, there was somebody that approached me and, uh, you know, that I met and, and they asked me, you know, they said, well, what church do you go to? And I said, oh, I go to this church, you know? And, uh, they said, yeah, but you haven't been to our church yet. You know, almost like I was missing out on the blessing of God because I did not go to their church. And I'm just like, and it irritated the mess out of me. I'm like, you know, church today, I feel like has turned into a competition game. It's, Churches that are, I mean, it's like we have completely lost the mission that Christ did. I mean, Christ speaks unity of the body of Christ. You know, we are here, um, you know, to bring um, heaven to earth, his kingdom. Um, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, that's what we're here. We're here to advance the purpose of the kingdom. We're here to advance the purposes of God. And we're to do that as one body. But it has turned into something completely different today because it's turned in in a lot of ways to a competition game. Well, this church is competing with this church and this church is competing with this church. And well, look at our numbers. Well, our numbers aren't as big as theirs or our numbers are bigger than theirs. So we're better. And it is turned, I feel like it has turned into a fiasco and a game. I've had to really step back and really think about things. I've had to really step back and examine things. You know, um, I think that it's so important today for people to. Seek the truth for yourself. You know, I really think, and I and here's what I want to tell you guys, okay? Don't think that studying the Bible is just for scholars and people from seminary. And that, You know, I used to think like that. I used to think, well, I can't learn stuff like that, and I can't learn biblical history. And I, Yes, you can. It's as simple as reading. That's all it is. It's as simple as reading. Um, it's, you know, and, and, um, and it's so important because we live in a time where, I feel like there is a lot of false doctrine floating around out there. There's a lot, there's a lot more pastors, I think, that truly are interested in promoting themselves and their ideologies and what they say rather than promoting the truth of God's word. Uh, not every, not all pastors are like that. You know, there are some pastors that are very rooted in the word of God and speak the truth. But I mean, you know, because you got to think about it. It's hard in the church world today because I don't believe that there are some people that believe that, okay, if, if churches modernize at all, they're wrong. They, they're like, church has to be done this way, the way it has always been done. And then there are some churches that are extreme and they're like, we want no tradition, you know, at all. Everything has to be new. We, everything has to be innovative. And I, I feel like the truth is somewhere in the middle. You've got to be wise about what, about how you approach people today, about what exactly, I mean, everything has to be grounded biblically, you know, how, how you're going to reach people, you know, and how, um, you know, what kind of things are you going to modernize and always check your motives of things, you know, um, 
always check marketing. You know, when you market, are you marketing? Is it more about God or is it more about your image? Is it more about you? Is it more about you getting more followers and you getting this? You know, and some people are like, well, if they follow me, they follow Jesus. Well, no, not necessarily. Um, because, you know, people have a bad habit of, of, of wanting to worship an earthly king rather than worshiping God. You know, I go back to the Old Testament. Israel wanted an earthly king. They didn't want to worship God. They wanted an earthly king. They wanted to worship idols. They wanted to follow after things. And so, you know, it's 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 careful. You know, it's it's promoting, um, it's having a balance. You know, it's and I think you really do have to ask yourself hard questions, all right? I'm not out here trying to condemn everyone that's marketing and promoting themselves. I share the podcast link on my page. I share things like that. I promote the podcast because I want people, um, I want people to to grow. I want people to learn about the Lord. I want people, you know, it's not um, so I can get famous or I can, uh, oh, I can be a, a famous speaker one day. You know, I had to go before God with that myself because, you know, I, I was thinking about that the other day. You know, where I mean, I'm here to fulfill God's purposes. You know, and I think. People think that you're a failure unless you are extremely famous, and that is so not true. Um, you're called to do what God's called you to do. So whether you um, are ministering to people, you know, every day, uh, or whether you're ministering to groups of people, big groups, small groups, whatever, as long as you do what God tells you to do and you're fulfilling your purpose, that is what's important. You know, as long as as long as you are accomplishing what God has sent you to accomplish, and I had to just surrender before Him and say, you know what, God. I have a teaching gift that you have given me. It comes from you. And I love to teach. And I have a desire to teach crowds and to teach people. But you know what, God? If that doesn't happen, I'm okay. If it doesn't happen, you know, because my future may not be teaching big crowds and teaching. I don't know. You know, God's revealing things to me one step at a time, a little bit at a time. And I think you have to surrender that because I, I think there's so many things that are miscommunicated today. I think there are pastors that um, will, you know, that get so frustrated if they have a small uh, group of people that they're reaching um, or if they don't look like this church or this church or this church and it becomes a comparison game. And then you have marketing wars where you have some people who are clearly only interested in marketing themselves. Clearly it's... I want to look good, look at my picture, come here because I look good, da-da-da-da-da, and that's the wrong reason, you know, that's the wrong motivation. Um, so even in the marketing realm, I think that you have to use wisdom and say, you know, are, are, are my, is the marketing that I'm using, is it glorifying God? Is it to bring other people to Christ or is it more to elevate me um, as a figure, you know? Uh, again, I'm not here condemning people that are marketing right now. I'm just saying I do think you have to use wisdom in all things because you really have to lay things before God. And I think even the tiny details and lay before him and say, God, you know, are you pleased with this? You know, are you pleased with this? Because I don't ever want it to become about me. I want it to always be about you. Always be. Because Jesus always pointed people to the Father. You know, Jesus Jesus magnified the Father. He glorified the Father. Um and that, you know, I mean, and I, I told somebody the other day, I said, you know, um, when Jesus was teaching on the, the, you know, the mount, you know, it didn't say, and his disciples went around passing around shirts that had a picture of Jesus's face on them, you know, or things like that. I mean, you know, uh, 
Jesus just taught them, you know, and uh, people were attracted to him. And, and a lot of the marketing back in the day for that was word of mouth, you know, word of mouth. People just, oh, have you heard about Jesus? Have you heard about Jesus? You know, and while we have social media today, and I think that it can be a blessing and a curse, it just all depends on how you use it. I think social media is a great tool to get the word of God out there. Uh, again, I use it, you know, for podcasts and for things like that. Hopefully, to, you know, to bless people and so that people can learn, you know. And, and social media is a great tool. You know, pastors are able to go on there and they're able to teach and they're able to share the, the word of God. They're able to share messages, you know. But the Bible says to be aware. You got to be aware of false teachers, false prophets. You really have to to seek the truth for yourself. And unfortunately, at 34 years old, I've had that mentality. My father has always taught me to, you know, to make sure that everything is based off of the Word of God, you know. And, and I think that it's important today that we we watch ourselves because we're human. And I think that, that, that um, it says that the enemy masquerades as an angel of light. And I think that's one thing that people miss about the enemy uh, miss about Satan is Satan is not going to come at you ugly. He's going to come at you very seductively, very beautiful, very, you know, glorious in appearance. And so, you know, be careful not to be drawn to someone um, that just because they have um, a nice speaking voice or just because they have a very nice personality or just because they look great don't necessarily take everything they say as the truth. You know, unfortunately, um, a lot of, you know, you look at cult leaders, you know, cults that have truly damaged people. A lot of the cult leaders, you know, were very, had a, a very big personalities and um, they were very persuasive, seductive people and people just fell in love with them and fell in love with their words and things like that. And you have to be very careful about that today because I believe that happens even in the church realm. Even in the church realm, you know, people can become more, uh, more astounded and in awe of a leader than of God. And it's almost worshiping an idol. It's almost worshiping a false god in a sense. And a, a man or a woman that is that is called by God to minister is nothing but a vessel. Now, are they special and wonderful? Sure. Every person on the earth is made in the image of God, and they have a purpose, and, and they're special in the eyes of God. But, you know, a minister, whether they, they minister in, you know, worship or, or a teacher or a pastor or evangelist, apostle, you know, prophet, whoever they're called, they are just a vessel. And it's very um, tempting in the flesh to want to be an all of a man rather than be an all of God. But pay attention to people that don't point to God, that instead they want the credit. And uh, they even do something called humble bragging. I think that's hilarious what oxymoron humble bragging. But, you know, they, they're like, oh, you know, it's really not about me. You know, it's about God. But you can tell, though, that, that they're just soaking up the, um, they're soaking up the, the, the credit and everything like that, you know, that they're, they're soaking it up. You just have to be very careful today. I'm, I'm telling everyone to be vigilant. God even says to be vigilant. He even says, you know, look, you've got to, you got to pay attention because the enemy is roaring around like a lion. You know, he's, he wants to still kill and destroy and he's deceptive. Okay. Lucifer was the most beautiful angel 
you know, that, that God created. And that was the thing that caused his downfall. He fell in love with himself. And instead of using um, himself and his gifts to glorify God and, and, and to, to glorify God and uh, to fulfill God's purposes, he said, it's a, he, he just, he looked at himself instead of God. And he said, man, I look good. Man, look at me. Man, wouldn't I look good sitting on the throne of God? And then he exalted himself, declared war on God. And, and you know how that ended? I mean, of course, you know, you're not going to beat God. Um, but he fell in love with himself. And then he convinced, you know, others to fall in love with him. And that's exactly what it is. He's presenting himself um, to to people and saying, look, admire this instead of God, you know, but look at this. Let me steal your eyes. Let me steal. And that can apply to so many different things because we're such, you know, a, a visual society. I mean, look at video games. I mean, I love video games, you know, and look at how much that steals our time, how much that steals our attention away from the Lord. And I'm so guilty of it, y'all. I'm not sitting here throwing fire at y'all. I'm throwing fire at myself right now because, you know, I can get caught up in, 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 in games or, or in shows. I like to watch MasterChef. <laughs> and so, I mean, I, I even think about how much time I waste sometimes doing that. You know, we talk about how we bend shows and things like that. And I really think about how things that are visually stunning or visually entertaining have totally taken our attention away from the Lord, have totally taken our attention away. You know, I've said this to, to people before. I believe that while you know, I've said this in the podcast before. I believe that while other countries are materialistically poor and they don't have the items and things that the U.S. has, I believe they are spiritually rich because they don't have all the distractions that we do. My gosh, here in the U.S., we have so many things that are distracting us that are that are just grabbing for our attention. And if it's not TV shows and music and, and, and flashy clothes and flashy rings and money and cars and all this stuff. If it's not that, um, it's people, you know? And I look at all of these things that, that grasp for our attention. And, and you know, it, it seems like we like to separate ourselves and think that we're not like Israel. But we're a lot like Israel in the Old Testament because they constantly chased after gods and other things. And, and, and I mean, God even, you know, tells them, you know, Oh, you, you say that they provided you with wine and they provided you, you know, and, and with all of these things, but really, you know, excuse me, but really I'm your provider. You know, you've replaced, you've replaced me with something that can't satisfy. And if that is not the U S oh my gosh, that is the U S and, um, and man, I'm, I'm even being convicted right now, you know, uh, about things that, that in my life that I have given more attention to. Um, I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but I mean, it circles back around to say, you know, we've got to be careful today, guys. We have got to be careful. There's so much deception going around and it seems like the world today, um, you know, and especially the U.S. I know I don't sound like I'm a patriot. I love this country. I do. And I'm very thankful to live in the U.S. I mean, I'm, I'm able to have access to things like medical care and things that other people don't. And it breaks my heart that they don't, you know, and we have clean water. There's so many things we have to be thankful for. Um, but we also really have to be aware of the culture that we're in. We really have to be aware of society and aware of our government and aware of just so much deception that goes on each and every day. Um, my fiance and I, we were talking about this the other day. We both hate the American dream. The American dream is the biggest, biggest lie 
ever presented. People think that there is such a thing as the American dream. There's not, okay? And people think that, oh, if I, to be a success in life, that I have to have a big house, I have to have two or three cars, I have to have retirement, I have to have this. Since when do people retire from their purpose to what God's called them to do? Since when do you retire from your assignment and sit on your butt? When does that happen? You know, I mean, I don't ever hear of a time when Paul was like, well, I'm retired. Now, there was a time at the end of his life where he's like, you know, I've come to the end of my life and I've, I've run the race. But I mean, but he didn't say, well, I've, I've stored up this much money and I'm going to retire and sit on my butt. He didn't say that. But yet we've convinced ourselves that that's what life is today, that you work a job that's probably not even what you're built and gifted to do, but it makes money because that's what's most important, right? And, you know, you do all of this so that you can, when you're 50 years old, you can just sit on your butt and not do anything and give up on life and you can take trips and stuff like that, but you just kind of this. I mean, where is that in the Bible? Like, what, where, what foundation is that? Yet we've bought into that that's what life's about, that it's all about the American dream and let me hustle to get a cars and clothes and everything else. And I feel like we're so behind spiritually here. You know, I think about, you know, we've talked about, Jonathan and I have talked about, you know, you know, Jonathan has always wanted, you know, to, to have money. And not because we can blow it on stuff, but I mean, he has a very giving heart. He wants to be able to give. And he's like, man, I want to be able to give one day, you know. Um, and, uh, and we think about, you know, other countries, you know, things that we can give to, um, you know, I would love to be able to give towns and villages clean water, just be able to write a check, you know, one day and just give, give them the ability to build wells so that they have clean water and clean water to bathe in and things like that. You know, um, you know, I think about that and uh, think about just the, the opportunity and stuff, but then, you know, I also, I think about, you know, missionaries to other countries because God talks about, you know, the kingdom has to be preached to the four corners of the earth, you know. But I look at the U.S. and I think, man, I mean, there are people sending missionaries to the U.S. because of how downward, what a downward spiral we're on. It's like, you know, we have everything. Materially, we are rich, but we are so spiritually bankrupt today because we have, um, because we have, adored uh we've fallen in love with the blessing rather than the blesser and uh and we have chased after so many other things um today and you know it's it's important it's just so important for us you know um, as God's children to keep our eyes open to seek the truth and don't fall in love with men don't don't put all bank put all of your trust in men don't bank on that um because Men are not God for you. Men are vessels. If a man of God delivers an excellent word on Sunday morning, praise God for it. You know, just say, thank you, God, for that today. And he should as well. You know, don't sit there and be like, man, you know, uh, Pastor Johnson gave an incredible word today. And, all, you know, man, Johnson's on it. And Johnson this and Johnson that. Who are you really glorifying there? You know, and who are you really looking for for your word? You know? Um, and, and watch out for teachers that want to glorify themselves. Watch out for teachers that, that, um, will make it out like they have to be the only voice. You know, if a teacher's like, oh, well, you can't listen to any other teacher, then you need to be careful because da, da, da. then, you know, watch out for that. You know, it's so important today that you seek the truth for yourself. It's so important today. And don't think that it's too hard or it's too far away 
or that it's something that that you can't do, don't think. You know, don't think about that because um, you can. You just, you, you just. I mean, we've got all kinds of um, resources. You know, uh, you've got resources at your hand. And and here's the thing. Um, some people think, well, I can't afford it. You know, you got to buy all these, all this stuff. Well, we spend money on clothes and cars and everything else. Why can't you spend money? You know, to to on on some Bibles or some study materials or things like that. You know, and here's what I recommend to people. Go back and study the original Hebrew and Greek. You're like, well, I don't speak Hebrew and Greek. Well, I don't either. I'm learning that. But, you know, if there are Bibles that, that, that are interlinear. They translate, you know, that. And, and go back to the original text and learn it for yourself, you know. And, and seek God and ask God to show you the truth and reveal to you the truth. Uh, because God knows. He knows the times that we're living in. God is all-knowing. He knows where you're at. And He knows how frustrating it is to live in a time where you're just like, man, who can I trust? Because I... I've honestly been battling with that, you know, um, is, you know, there's so many people out there that claim that, oh, I know the truth and I'm the only one in, man, God's the holder of the truth and he's the one that reveals the truth and, and Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth and the life. Jesus is the truth, you know, um, I don't know guys, I, I feel like I've kind of rambled on today, but I, I just want you guys to seek it for yourself. Don't believe it just because somebody said it. Um, you know, because I'm questioning, I'm, I'm starting to question a lot of things that I've learned in the past um, about stuff, and I'm starting to just ask questions, and I'm starting to, to really open my eyes, and I'm starting to look at Facebook, and I'm starting to look at things, and I'm starting to look at, at you know, just at a lot, and I think it's, it's, I think there is a blindness that comes through our society, and there's a, there's this almost fogginess and blindness that comes, uh, you know, from, what we're in because we're so entertainment saturated and we're so everything has, excuse me, has to be visually stunning. And it's almost like, like people have said before, we have, we have a, a society that overloads us with information constantly. And not, not all of it's accurate. Don't believe something just because it's, it's online. Don't believe something just because, I mean, you know, it's so important today, guys, just hear me out. Okay. It's so important uh, for all of us today, myself included, you know, let's go back to the original text. Let's look and see what it says. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, you you don't need to trust the pastor of the church that you're in. I'm just saying you need to keep your eyes open. You need to keep your ears open. You need to pay attention to what's being taught. You need to pay attention to what's being presented to you. Um, you know, don't put your, don't make man your king. God always needs to be your king. You know, honor the, honor the vessel that um, honor the vessel of the house that is being used, you know, that God is using to, to speak the truth to you. But don't ever make them God, okay? And anybody that tries to market themselves that way or tries to market themselves as, you know, where everything is pointed to them and it's all about them and it's and it's their voice and it's this and it's that and da-da-da-da-da, you, you best pay attention and, and, and you best, you know, you best start start thinking about who you're receiving from. Everybody needs to think about that. Who are you receiving the word from? You know, where are they receiving the word from? You know, I mean, are, are they, are they in the word? Are they coming at you with scripture or are they coming at you with their version of the truth that sounds great, but it's not the truth, you know, um, ask questions. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I mean, it's, 
I love the Lord. And I, and I keep saying, and I, I keep, I've said this the last couple of days and I keep, I'm like, God, and I've prayed this for me and my fiance. I'm like, God, I want to know the truth of your word. I want to know the truth. That's what I want to know. I want to know the truth of your word. I don't want to be deceived. I don't want to be led astray. I don't want to be led astray by any false teachers or false prophets out there. I don't want to be led astray, God. I want to be led in your truth. That's what I want. I want the revelation of your truth. We need to be truth seekers. Jesus said, once again, I'm the way, the truth. So when you seek Jesus and you seek you seek him, you will find the truth. You know, God says, you know, if you if you seek me, you'll find me. And that's we need to be seekers of God. We need to be we need to stop being seekers of man and be seekers of God and be seekers of his word and the truth and dig and go back and study and and yeah, I mean I, that's that's just it, you know. Um, be careful. Don't get swept up in in um, in teaching that is polished and pretty, but has no biblical foundation and is not biblically accurate. Or teaching, te- excuse me, teaching, teaching, teaching that sounds great and oh, and the person that says it looks great, but then when you when you're like, wait a minute, I don't that doesn't what biblical accuracy does it have or what does this have? Be students of God. And students of his word, um, you know, is so important today. Uh, we don't, I don't want to be deceived. I, I know, you know, I, I know you don't want to be deceived. Um, I don't want us to be a culture of deceived people. I want us to be people that know the truth. And I want you to know the truth. And I'm going to make a pledge right now that I'm going to study the truth and seek the truth for myself. And I want you to be that as well. Um, I'm going to pray for you guys, that you guys have a blessed Christmas, and pray over your minds. I want to break any fogginess. I want to break any spiritual blindness. I want to break any um, any hold on you, over you, through that uh, that Satan has, whether it be through things or through people that are false. Um, let me pray for you right now. Lord, I thank you so much, God, for today and for your glory. I thank you that, Jesus, you are the way, the truth, the life, that there is um, nothing else outside of you. And Lord, I pray today for everyone, including myself, God, that if we ha- we are under the influence of anything that is false, if we have been um, anything that, that, that has been taught to us that has been false or anything, um, God, that, that we're holding on to that may not be true, God, I break that in Jesus' name by the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, we seek you. We're going to be seekers of you. We're going to be seekers of your word. And God, um, you have you have raised up men and women um, in the ministry, God, to be vessels for you. Um, and Lord, I thank you for those men and women that um, that have committed to you, God. I pray that they would be promoters of you and promoters of your word. They would not be promoters of self, God. That they would use wisdom in how they market, God, in how they market. You know, marketing is is a great tool, but God, everything has to come under your order and your submission. And I pray that you would give them wisdom in how they market, and in how um, and how they present the word to others, God, that everything would come into the submission of your truth, God. And, uh, and Lord, I, I break any spiritual blindness in people's lives, any spirit of fogginess, God, in their life. I break it in Jesus' name. God, I break anything over them that has been declared that is false. God, that is that is a lie. Anything they've held on to that's a lie. I pray for every single person, God, and I have been here, okay? Um, I pray for every single person that has made a man or a woman or someone in their life an idol. Um, I just pray, God, in the name of Jesus, I break that hold in Jesus' name. I pray that they they would have um, that they would be in all of you. They would not be in all of man, but be in all of you. And that 
we would be in all of you, God, and that that all would never die and would never end, God. Um, I thank you, God, I, I, for your love. I trust you, and I trust, God, that, that this is done in Jesus' name. There are people being set free. God, there are people whose eyes are being opened. Their spirits are being awakened, God, to the truth of your word, to the truth of who you are. Guide us in your truth each and every day. Guide us in your love each and every day. Guide us, God, as we walk out um, and work out our salvation with fear and trembling, God. We love you. And I thank you again for being the truth, God, that we can always go to. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. Um, Jesus is king. And, buddy, that's something to be happy about and to be joyful about every single day. I love you guys. Be blessed.